le gustaría escuchar un episodio en español, por favor escuche el siguiente episodio. Good morning, everyone. My name is David Fuentes, and I'm part of the team of La Incubadora Podcast. La Incubadora Podcast is a part of the Economic Growth Business Incubator, a local nonprofit with the mission to provide training, coaching, and support to aspiring and existing business owners who face barriers to a successful business. Today's episode is produced by Raycast Media, so thank you, Raycast Media, for your impactful partnership with La Incubadora Podcast. In the ever-evolving landscape of entrepreneurship, small business owners navigate a myriad of challenges, and among the most powerful tools at their disposal is at the art of st storytelling through video technology. And so today on La Incubadora Podcast, we delve into the captivating realm of visual narratives and explore why incorporating video into your business strategy is not just a trend, but a strategic necessity. For those steering the ship of a small enterprise, the ability to tell a compelling story can make the difference between thriving and merely surviving. Whether you're aiming to connect with customers, showcase your brand's personality, or convey the unique journey of your business, video technology opens up a dynamic avenue for expression. And so today we invite Alex Laramendia, owner of Creative Alma. With five years of a freelancing experience in all aspects of video production and content creation, Alex has worked as a camera operator for commercial shoots, weddings, and corporate events. He currently edits video for several video podcasts with Rooster Teeth Productions, a Warner Bros. discovery company. Before starting his own company, Alex was an editor for Wave Sports and Entertainment, where he worked successfully on a Snapchat team that engaged two through five million unique viewers with a one minute and 30 second average watch time. Alex also worked with Be Known Agency to create content and help grow with the following of top court social media. When Alex is not running in, in video production, you can find him enjoying live music, rooting for the Eagles next run to the Super Bowl, or enjoying some fresh air on a hike. And so here I invite Alex Aramendia onto the stage. Thank you for joining us today, Alex. How are you? Good, good. That was quite the intro. That was, uh, yeah. I, feel, I feel amazing after hearing all that. So thanks yeah, for having well, me. No, we're thankful to have you today and kind of share your experience and a little bit more about your expertise. Uh, and so to start, Alex, can you pl please tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, most definitely. So um, <clears throat> I feel like my story is uh, not very linear. Um, I was lucky enough in high school to have a video production class and I took that class all four years. Um, I loved it. I loved the whole creating aspect, running around with the camera, creating stories. Um, however, I took a traditional route and went and got a social work degree um, and was working in the social work field for five years about, and but was always creating on this side with my friends, um, learning how to edit um, until I had moved to Philly and I took a couple cl uh, community classes of learning how to functionally um, use a camera, learn how to edit, um, and started my, my journey there. A friend of mine connected me with a YouTuber, started editing his videos for him as an intern, moved to Austin. And luckily there was, there's a big community of creatives here. And I interned for a commercial, um, 
uh, commercial video video production company and learned everything um, on what to do on a set, um, setting up lights, uh, pre-production, speaking with clients and everything. So, um, and yeah, and I was able to freelance full-time in the video production world. Um, and at a certain point, actually this year, I was uh encouraged and to open up my my own business so it's uh it's been a journey yeah no well, congrats on that alex i know it's very uh it's very different you know turning your passion over to turning it into a business uh it's a different type of discipline and a different um that requires you to learn more about your field but also on, on the business end Congrats. Um, what, what is it that you enjoy most about it uh, day to day? Um, you know, it's. Uh, I'm a people person, so I love just like hearing about um, people's stories, their businesses um, and being able to, I guess, be honored to try to convey their story to um, attract others to their, to their business, for example, um, and crafting it. It's, it's such a, it's such an art form to, to learn how to really capture someone's attention, maintain it and, um, tell their story. And I think it's, it's like a puzzle piece sometimes. And I love working collaborative, collaboratively with somebody else on how to be able to tell their story and, bring some good to the world by, by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite part of my job too, is working with other business owners and telling their, and hearing their story. Uh, is, you know, stories can be very impactful and always listening to hear why someone started something or wh why someone is doing something. Um, and so you as a small business owner, how do you use uh, video storytelling uh, to tailor your content to maximize the reach and engagement for your business? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I feel like it really depends on who you're trying to um, connect with. If you're, you know, your um, customer is, you know, middle-aged, parent for example maybe you want to create some videos that are tailored more for facebook for example um, because making commercials are super expensive um, and for small business owners social media is a hundred thousand percent the way to um, use their video and and yeah i mean there are i guess just narrowing down who your customer is and uh, focusing on where they are spending the most time on um, we all have cell phones now. We're all always on the internet. We have easy access to it. And um, just understanding where they're essentially hanging out and creating your video for that platform. Each platform should be engaged very differently. I guess also learning how to tell a story also helps out too. Just as you're on that platform, learning how to or not learning, but like watching what others are doing and sometimes just replicating it, seeing if something, seeing if you see something you like, just kind of replicate it. Nice. Yeah. Um, so this one, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't present to you earlier, but 
Oh. Kind of getting an idea of who your demographic is, like how, how did you identify your audience um, and who is it they usually work with? It can be like age or I don't know, who who's your your kind of customer that you see a lot? Um, so it's still being molded. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's a growing process. My ideal customer is, um, a professional athlete, a, or a growing athlete. I love, I just recently worked with, um, a professional fighter who's on the rise and he needed some help with his, his social media content. So we went out, we met him pretty much. We have a documentary basically. Uh, he didn't win, but um, just kind of helped tailor his, uh, his content for his social media. Um, and, but, but also I feel like I like working with a lot of different people. Like uh, I like working with small businesses. I've worked with um, realtors, um, I've worked with y'all, which was amazing. I really enjoyed uh, being able to film and capture the stories of successful uh, business owners that came out of EGBI. So um, I guess around those customers, uh, love working with nonprofits. I have the social work background, so I'm always looking to see how I can support uh, uh, nonprofits. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the the intersection of of what you do, right? Like starting off with a social work degree and then, you know, entering a whole different world. Um, uh, we really appreciate what what you've done with us, and 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 for you to come coming here. Um, I'm I'm sure something that you've experienced as a small business owner is kind of, you know, being very strategic with how you spend with your limited resources. Um, so how how can small business owners leverage video content to make a strong impact on their audience without breaking the bank? Yeah, so, um, and I feel like this is also like bleeding into the next question, but like um, there are so many apps nowadays that you don't need like the $2,000 camera that I have um, to be able to capture. Everyone has a cell phone, so everybody has a camera. Um, there are apps, for example, CapCut is a, um, an app on your phone where you can edit your, your, um, your videos. They have a bunch of, uh, presets where they can help put in music transitions, uh, all the, the glitz and glamours for a video. And they also have, I think it's about like $80 a year, which I think is very decently priced for uh, a pretty powerful software. Um, and yeah, I feel like there's a lot of new apps that are coming out like monthly, daily that are really um, helping the, uh, the creatives, the video uh, production people to, you know, not have to spend thousands of dollars on lighting and the whole video production. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of apps out there that can help out. Yeah, I, I heard you mention CapCut. Mm -hmm. uh, are there any other uh, softwares or, or applications that you use kind of on your daily that, that don't cost a lot? 
Um, yeah, uh, captions, which is another one. I'm not um, sure if like you you're like on Instagram a lot, but like all the like subtitling, um, it's roughly around the same price a yearly subscription for about sixty dollars, and um, you throw in your video onto the the app. There's an AI that reads it and it captions it for you. And then the mistakes that it, it, it creates, you just go in and manually um, correct it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and aside from that, I guess uh, I would also suggest for people that are just starting to create videos, um, Final Cut Pro. Um, it's a. <laughs> think at the moment around like $300, but it's a one-time purchase. Um, and it's a very user-friendly, but also can be advanced um, if you know how to use the software to edit. And yeah, and then just find some good lighting and you have your, your camera with your phone and you're good to go. Yeah, no, that's... Uh... That, that that's great not having to spend all this money for 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 good quality quality videos um and so can you can you share some examples for us where where people where you or, or a business you work with has used this video technology uh to convey a, a business story um <laughs> the first idea that came up was working with 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 y'all um but um I came and met with Monica and we interviewed a few of the the small business owners that y'all work with directly. And Monica already had like an awesome script, great questions. And for me, it was kind of like an easier job because she helped direct it very well. And for me, just putting the pieces together after was a, uh, I want to say pretty, pretty smooth because uh, the questioning I feel like is the most important because as an editor, uh, the answers are what you want to throw out there. And she also helps bring out a lot of emotion within the business owners. And that's what people want, want to see is the emotion behind a story because we're not going to connect. It's, we're not going to connect with somebody if there's no emotion behind it. So being able to convey some of the uh, small business owners, uh, GBI was was great. Yeah, um, I was. Um, someone once told me like people don't remember what you say; they remember how you made them feel. And I feel like that applies, you know, not just when you were speaking with someone, but also when you're trying to tell a story. Yeah, it, it's the emotion that's behind it. So I'm glad you bring that up. Um, and yes, I also love working with our small business owners. So I'm, gl- I'm glad you feel the same way. In your experience, what are some common mistakes or misconceptions that you've seen? in the use of video by small businesses and how can they af- avoid these mistakes? I feel like I catch myself doing this as well. Um, I guess it really depends. If it's like a social media post, sometimes it doesn't have to be the best quote unquote or perfect. It just needs to get out there. It just needs to be like put into like the highway because it is, it's super saturated. So your story just needs to get out there and it's okay to make mistakes. Sometimes, Uh, I feel like those are the best times I've learned for creating and making videos and not to overthink it and just create and put it out there. And if there's a mistake, it's okay, correct it and kind of move on. 
Yeah, no, sometimes um, when we meet with clients, sometimes what we'll see is, uh, you know, sometimes their website isn't ready. So they're too scared to publish it. But like you say, you have to get, you have to start getting the word out there somewhere. And it's, especially it's never going to be perfect. You know, it, you're always going to want to add more. You're always going to want to work on it from what you're saying. It's the same with kind of being active on social media. Like your content is never going to be branded the perfect way mm-hmm. unless you start working on it and you gradually build on it. So that, that's just, that's also something that I, I, I have noticed. And so is there anything you feel that we haven't covered that you would like to share? Uh, what would you like for people who are listening today to take away from, to, to take away from this episode? I like to say that like everybody is super creative. I know as a, as a business owner, you have to be creative, but also on the side of storytelling, it's the oldest form of entertainment, I guess, essentially. And it's passed down ever since we we've been able to talk. And I feel like it's super accessible now. And I hope that just doesn't, hinder people that it's like sometimes like having accessibility some like you get you get a little anxious because it's so easy and i just hope that everybody knows that they're creative themselves and take some tips and i guess some of the apps i spoke about today just get out there and start start telling their amazing stories yeah no that's some uh that's some good advice it is the same case with um these podcasts or, you know, even even with here, it, this is storytelling to uh, every person we interview. We ask them a little bit about them, how they got to where they are. Uh, and so when we first started, you know, we we're using our headphone microphones and slowly, slowly, slowly is getting better. Now we have Raycast Media working with our production. So that's something that's that's improving. So, yes, just getting started to me sounds like one of the hardest steps is like getting out there and having a presence, even though, you know, it can be very saturated online with a lot of different businesses now using it. But yes, get, getting the word out there and having a presence is important. And so, Alex, uh, how can we find you? How can we find, uh, how can we get in contact with you if we would like um, your services? You could find me on Instagram. On my personal page, it's underscore Alex pun underscore it's uh, a-l-e-x-p-u-n or you could email me at alarmendia at gmail.com once again that's on instagram underscore alex pun underscore and his email address is alaramendia at gmail.com that's two r's like you said before about the website mine is is in the works as well it's uh it'll be up soon yeah, well, th- thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Alex, I know it's, you know, it's the week right before the holidays. So I appreciate you setting time aside on your calendar and, and, and meeting with us and answering these questions. But that that is all for today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you, Alex. I hope you find this episode useful to you. If you know someone who could benefit from listening to this, please share the episode with them. And remember that Lenco Podcast is part of the Economic Growth and Business Incubator, a business incubator in Central Texas that offers training, coaching, and support to small business owners with barriers to achieving success. So if you would like to learn more about Economic Growth Business Incubator, please visit egbi.org and see you soon. Music.